0: time, once again, the Patriot Radio News Hour, the very last show before Christmas. We made it to a Friday, so way to go. I'm sure all of you are stressing out right now about this time of the year, but don't worry, for an hour, we'll focus on something else. Well, not quite an hour, because uh, last night my wife had said, and actually it was more like two days ago, she says to me, what did you get, Wendy and Arlene? And I and I looked at her and I said, What do you mean, what did I get them? She was, You know, for Christmas, what did you get them? And I said, I didn't get them anything. They get to be with me like almost every day. I mean, isn't that enough? And my wife was, she didn't think that was very funny. And needless to say, she took care of both of them. And, and I brought in their their christmas presents today so uh... once again my wife is much better than i am i, I it it was fo- so funny because i was talking to ramon and we we're talking about uh... you know we're off monday and tuesday so this show is going to play again monday tuesday we won't update the website on monday and tuesday i'm giving ramon a little break you know he hasn't been feeling all that well and we were we were talking about what well, you know, big plans. What are the big plans? And I said, "Well, Christmas is at our house, so uh, we do Thanksgiving at Eric and Lori's, and then Christmas is at our house." And I said, "Yeah, it's great because I don't really do anything, but my house gets really clean, <laughs> you know, because my wife wants it to look good for everybody. It gets really clean, and I get to eat a lot of good food, so I just love it. So uh, anyway." Uh, yeah, that, that's my story for the day. Our toll free number, 800 592 The website at allamericangold.com, uh, which Ramon updates, you know, not quite, you know, Monday every Monday through Friday, but pretty close. But uh, we will not have the site updated over the weekend or uh, Monday, Tuesday, as Ramon is going to take a few days off. And hopefully get rid of whatever it is that has been ailing him. And we had a ton of stuff come out today. We got the tax cut signed off on. Uh, they they <laughs> they they added another three weeks or four weeks to government spending, so they won't have to come up with that answer until January. We had consumer confidence. We had new home sales, we had durable goods. I mean, we had a lot of stuff uh I don't talk a ton about Bitcoin, but yeah today you know a tough week for bitcoin uh but who knows you know what hey t- next week will be a different week. I did see uh, it got all the way down to i think ten thousand and change today it was down four thousand dollars uh at one point today, but uh. Uh, Warren Buffett's, uh, Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's right-hand man, he was out bashing it today as well. But, uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, I don't necessarily believe the premise that they try to say, oh, you know, a lot of these Bitcoin guys uh, didn't buy gold because they were buying the Bitcoin. I, maybe, maybe. And I guess, you know, to be true, sure, I'm sure there was a little of that. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, the thing that's been money for 5,000 years, uh, it's going to continue to be matter of fact uh, big move uh well you know big bigger move gold's up almost 8 bucks 12.75 silver up another 22 cents 16.37 and rising silver's now well uh over a dollar above the bottoms remember we keep talking about it you know there there's sometimes it's just better to buy than others right you know it, and december has seemingly been one of the best times to buy gold at least in like the last three and four years we're kind of in this december bottom pattern uh right around that federal reserve meeting and and you know we don't know we can't pinpoint it'd be great you know what i wouldn't have to do the show could you imagine if i didn't have to do this show because i was so good that hey, today's the bottom but you know we I can just give, you know, guidelines. Hey, the week before to the week after. Uh, this time around, it happened before. You know, and, and sometimes it's after, but but we just kind of know this is what it's going to be. And and, and now we're starting to see, I think we're going to see, you know, gold's up over 12% this year. And any other year, you'd be like, hey, that's a pretty good year. But this year, you know, we've had the weird year where where Wall Street's had this incredible rally, uh, which is kind of now that the tax cut's been signed, uh, and uh, Wall Street's actually down a little bit today, uh, I, I think we're going to get more sell the news. We had a lot of buy the rumor. Uh, we had the Bitcoin phenomenon today, or uh, this year as well. I, I don't know if that's done or not. Who knows? I mean, it could go right back up, you know, Monday. It could be, well, I guess Tuesday. Uh, it could be up $5,000. I don't know. But but neither here nor there. Uh, another good year in the gold market. Silver's actually going to, looks like it got back into positive territory. I still think silver's going to outperform. Both of them are going to have a pretty strong 2018 as well. Uh, and we'll talk about that today. We'll go over all of the reports Uh, that came out today, because there was a bunch of them. I mean, durable goods is a big report. New home sales, it it was a big, big number. Uh, And then we also had more store closings here to end the year, and one of them which was on our list, remember, I think it was last week we did the list of of, uh, I think it was restaurants that were saying we're going to close Subway topping the list. Uh, We had a Uh, Mattress firm came out and announcing hundreds of stores closing as well. So we'll try to get you up to date before the Christmas holiday. We're going to talk about uh, where gold and silver are are going to be in 2018. Things to look for in 2018 as well as we wind down 2017. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back. Pixon Radio News Hour eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two gold's up uh, about eight now twelve seventy five in change. silver uh, again up about twenty five cents uh, having a very nice end of the year rally uh, gold's been up like I said gold's up almost thirteen really twelve point seven percent for the year uh, silver it's only up a couple percent. Uh, but but I think Silver's going to have a very big 2018, uh, and, and we'll get into that here in a minute. I was assaulted during the break. Uh, Arlene came into the studio, and and she gave me a hug and a kiss. It was terrible all over. She was so excited because my wife actually listens to them. I don't, you know, they talk a lot, Wendy and Arlene, and blah blah blah. And apparently, Arlene wanted this clipboard thing, and my wife got it for. It. She was so excited about it, and I, she came in here and assaulted me, and I was just like, "Stop it! I didn't do anything." From my wife, leave me alone. Uh, and you know, with this day and age, who knows uh, what that means? But nonetheless, Merry Christmas, everybody. For those of you out there uh, that. Are having Christmas at your home, uh, for a lot of us, and, and, and I got, you know what, I'm an old schooler, I admit it, I, I, I grew up in, you know, where, I'm an Italian, uh, and you're like, Italian, That's you don't have an Italian name, it was Gia Quinto, was when my great-grandfather came over on the boat, uh, and then... Uh, long story short, they got changed, but uh, nonetheless, uh, my parents, my dad's family's from Naples, my mom's that family, uh, her last name was Del Niro, uh, no relationship to the actor, and uh, they're from Sicily, and so, yeah, I'm an Italian, and we I grew up in the old Italian neighborhood, in the, well, I didn't grow up in an Italian neighborhood, my parents did, my grandparents definitely did. Uh, you know, and I think I've told the story about how my mom. She lived in this part of Syracuse called the Block, uh, and it was just called the Block because it was a, this apartment complex that it it, it formed a, a it was a city block, and it just was a big square where the the middle was empty. You know, so so it you know the middle was the the courtyard if you will and they called it the block and everybody that lived in the block was an italian i mean and and my my mom's family lived next to her aunt and uncle's family who lived next to their aunt and uncle's family who lived next to grandma you know that's just how it was and uh i'm a i guess i'm a traditionalist you know the uh, my wife cooks it, and I eat it. I make a mess. She cleans it up type thing, you know. And so I, I I feel bad because, for me, I really don't do a lot. I really don't. I don't have to. My wife will have the house all spick and span, and I'll just sit around waiting to eat. Uh, so uh, I'm so excited. So yay. Uh, Christmas time is here. Uh, it actually got cold. It was. I had the heater on for the first time this this winter. I had the heater on on my way to work. My wife actually turned the heater on last night. I got into the you know the high thirties, uh, which here in Arizona that's freezing to death. And all of us had jackets on and long pants and the whole nine yards. Uh, but they said that's it. I think today it's supposed to start warming up, and then it's going to be a great Christmas. Uh, so enough of that. Anyway, we had a lot of economic data come out today. The the first has to be uh, the new home sales that came out this morning. So remember, we had a good number on existing home sales. A lot of that came in the south. Uh, we we kind of speculated that that's probably, you know, a bounce back from the hurricanes. And you know what, the other thing too is probably got people buying because they knew the tax cuts and the rate hikes were coming. Uh, But today we got new home sales. It was the biggest monthly increase since January of 1992. Uh, They came in, the number came in at 700 on an annualized rate for November. If If we sold this many homes every month like we did in November... We would have sold 733,000 new homes on an annualized rate. Uh, and it was up, I mean, that was a big number. Now, I will say this I don't want to poo poo because it was a good number. They did go back uh, and revise lower uh, October, as an example. Uh, they, they lowered October by by 60,000 homes. They went back in the actually the last few months and, and lowered the total. Uh, by by over seventy thousand homes, but still a very very good number. The big move though came in the West, according to the data, which was up thirty one percent. The South was up fifteen, uh, the Northeast was up nine, the Midwest was up seven. The median home price three hundred eighteen thousand seven hundred dollars. The average selling price, three seventy seven. Fifteen percent of all new homes in November cost more than five hundred thousand dollars. Uh, new home sales on pace for six hundred thirteen thousand. That's going to be the, you know, depending on what December comes in. Last year, new homes uh, was five sixty one. So we're doing better on new homes. You know the the problem is the uh, that's about ten percent of the market. The existing home market, the bigger share, were actually down uh, inventory, about five months worth of inventory. So that was that was a good number. Now my my worry is is did it take a lot of the sales out of the November, January, February? As people were buying homes, if they were, and again, I don't know if they were people, if they were investors, who they were, they don't say. Uh, If they were out buying homes before the rate hike and the tax cut and all that, trying to save some money, and we're going to have a big, you know, reversal uh, going into 2018. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Durable goods came out this morning, and that one missed. Uh, so And they actually missed by quite a bit. They were expecting durable goods to be up uh, a little over 2%, uh, came in at 1.3%. Of course, durable goods, those are the things lasting longer uh, than three years. Uh, and you would think, hey, with the home sales doing so well, that that number would have been a little better. But nonetheless, uh, that came in a, light, a little light. Consumer confidence also went down again. Uh, this was the Michigan number. And the, I don't put a lot of stock in the consumer confidence number, because like I said, I still don't, you know, I don't know who's ever been called by them, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, and granted, I'm one of those guys where if I don't know, the in the in the era of the caller ID, and the cell phone era, I think, and I don't know, if I don't know the number, I don't answer it. So maybe they're trying to call me and I'm just not answering it, and maybe that's the problem. Uh... Still not going to answer it, but, but neither here nor there. That number came in a little light. So we kind of had the, the mixed bag in, in the data, the, the consumer. And then we had uh, consumer spending and also consumer wages. Wages missed, uh, wages came in below expectation, and, and again, I'm not all that surprised by that, uh, because I know the jobs that are being created out there, there's just not, there's a lot of them, but there's, they're not great, they're not great jobs out there. Uh, wages missed, uh, consumer spending, that was actually well above wages. So people are like, uh-oh, uh, everyone in Busted out the credit cards in November. I think a lot of people maybe were already spending their great tax cuts that they are hope- hopefully you're getting. Uh, but that, that number also uh, had the markets a little worried because you don't like to see that. You'd like to see wages rising and spending uh, right below what wages are, right? So, hey, we're adding to the savings. The, the savings rate now. Is the lowest it's been in 12 years. So we think about uh, where we're going here, and like I said, you got to factor out the noise, right? The tax cuts—it is what it is. I don't know what it'll do. I I know this—they're trying to claim, oh, look at all these companies—they're doing this and that. We've seen that movie. Oh yeah, we're gonna give—you know, AT and T's gonna give everyone a thousand dollars. Well, you know they normally hand out bonuses around this time now whether or not they were or weren't uh that's not four thousand dollars and it's not like they said hey we're gonna give it to you every year uh so we'll have to see a couple of the banks wells Fargo uh and, and I forget who the other one said hey we're gonna go to fifteen bucks all the banks are already there and and I don't again I don't want it to have it be you know sound like bad news but but it it it's it's not as great as they're making it out to I me, mean, nor is it ever Is We know that. But it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's a start. Uh, the the problem is that, I mean, there wasn't that many. Uh, but hopefully we'll see more. But so far, uh, I know Boeing said that they were going to hire some people. Uh, so I thought that was a good thing. Um, other than that, we'll have to wait and see. What, what Here's what we know. Here's what we, we know for a fact. We're in more debt than we've ever been. Wages aren't growing. And, and they, they say they grew 2%. I don't know if that's, you know, they, they, they put a lot of fluff in that number. What I mean by that is, you know, they count, uh, the business says, hey, well, ha- health care expenses cost us this, and so they act like you got it in your paycheck when you really didn't and things of that nature. But the savings rate now is also at a 12-year low. So we got debt at all-time high, savings rates way down. Uh, And that doesn't bode well uh, for the consumer. So we're going to have to really hope that business picks it up here in 2018. Uh, But then again, we had durable goods number come out today. That didn't sound like they were picking it up yesterday. uh, Over the last few days, we had New York. Philly, Chicago—they're the big manufacturing areas. All the right, you know. Richmond doesn't really count. St. Louis, and because they don't have a lot of it there. But those three, two were down, and then one was up. New York and Chicago were down. Philly was up. Uh, kind of the same thing that we've been uh, dealing with for the last nine years or so, which is we got a little bit of good stuff, we got a little bit of good, bad stuff. How's all of it going to shake out? Yesterday we talked about now uh, USA Today saying budget deficit could hit a trillion dollars in 2018. David Walker was out today. Uh, he was on Fox, and he may have been on both, but I saw him on Fox, and at least I think it was Fox. It was early. Uh, I was on the billionaire channels, and if for those of you that don't remember him, he was... The controller of the currency uh, during Bush, you know, the younger Bush, and he had been out and member, and he was talking about, and he was one of those guys trying to sound the alarm on on the deficit and and all of the the worries about Congress and spending, and and he wants to scrap the debt limit as well, but he wants to replace it with a more like a a debt to GDP rule, which I think would be very very interesting. Which remember, and I brought this up about a month ago, all during the '90s, and then you heard it a lot in the in the early 2000s, and then since the the crisis hit, we haven't heard it at all which was it was okay that the United States was going into debt because the debt-to-GDP ratio, as long as that stayed below 3%, everything somehow was going to be fine. Now there, now we've got a debt-to-GDP level that could be surpassing 5%, and nobody's talking about it. David Walker brought it up today. We'll talk about that next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs.
1: Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here
0: is Phyllis Schlafly.
1: On this day, let's ask the question, is the United States a Christian nation, A lot of people vehemently deny this. However, it is a fact of history that America was founded as a Christian nation. The founders of the first American colonies were believing Christians, mostly from England plus a few other countries in Western Europe, most of whom came here for religious reasons, to worship in a place free from persecution. The Puritan colonies of Massachusetts and Connecticut had governing systems explicitly based on biblical teaching, and they had many laws with a religious purpose. In 1619, Virginia adopted measures requiring church attendance. All the original 13 colonies in the 1770s had laws mandating official support for religious belief and practice. Nine states had established churches. The established churches were mostly congregational in New England states and Episcopal in southern states. Even after the U.S. Constitution and the First Amendment were ratified, the states had a network of religious requirements, and Congress adopted many bills to promote religious causes. Congress appropriated money to teach Christianity to the Indians, and adopted the Northwest Ordinance, whose specific purpose was to advance religion and morality. Congress ordered the printing of the first English-language Bible printed in America. Congress approved chaplains and religious services for our soldiers. After our new government was set up under the Constitution, Congress called on all citizens to a day of thanksgiving in these words... We acknowledge with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording us an opportunity peacefully to establish a constitutional government for our safety and happiness. History tells us that the American nation was founded as a place where God was worshipped, the Bible honored, and the tenets of the Christian faith routinely supported by federal, state, and local governments.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. When America turns our back on our Christian heritage, we shouldn't be surprised when biblical precepts like honesty, kindness, respect, justice, and freedom are abandoned. At Phyllis we still believe in rights endowed by our Creator. If you agree, find out more at Phyllis Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Backwoods, backwards Backwards Welcome heard. back Patriot like, Radio so News Hour You know Talking about What David Walker Was out here today And I was like And I was Disappointed Here's a guy I, anytime He is He has been on You know I, I'd either Talk about it Or we we'd play the clip Or you know Because he's been Such a, a An advocate Of hey listen This isn't This isn't going to end well. And he was out there today, and he talked about, we need to get rid of the debt limit thing. And I'm like, why? Right? You know, and I guess I know why, because let's face it, nobody's going to balance the budget ever again. That's never going to happen. But his suggestion, actually, after a minute, after I got over being disappointed, I started to think, you know what? Interesting. Let's replace it with a debt-to-GDP number. Now, here was the disappointing part. He didn't give a number. <laughs> what I was waiting for, I'm like, oh, please give a number. And I knew it wasn't going to be 3%, but but neither here nor there. He didn't say what the number w- should be. But he said at that point, then you take it out of Congress's hand. right? And they talked about how, hey, no one wants to deal with these the entitlements. Mitch McConnell's already said, "Hey, we're not even doing it. Twenty eighteen, forget it. We're not doing Social Security. We're not doing Medicare." I mean, it's it's incredible. And 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 even though I tell you what, how bad it's going to be, you can't guess, you can't fathom it in your mind. You just can't wrap your head around it because since nobody talks about it, you don't want to know. These two programs, they're, it's it's devastating. How bad it's going to be. Social Security is not making it to twenty thirty four, or twenty thirty two, or twenty thirty. It's just not. And, and, and Medicaid, it's even worse. And actually, already some of the programs are already insolvent, right? Like uh, Social Security Disability Fund. That's already insolvent. They've had to, you know, play some some games to make it appear otherwise. But. He was talking about, hey, once the debt level gets to a certain point. So let's just say uh, the the GDP's twenty trillion dollars. We're not there yet, but let's let's hope the the Trump tax cuts. Right, let, let let's just say we get there. Okay, so we get to twenty trillion dollars, and the deficit. And, and I'll use, I don't know what number he wanted to use, whether it's the good one or the bad one, I don't know. He brought up both of them in in, in his interview this morning. But let's just say we get the good number is $1 trillion. And by the way, the difference between the number, just so you know what, what is in there, Fannie and Freddie is, is, is one piece, and then student loans, is another piece that they don't count that stuff, and and we know from the student loans anyway, right? Over fifty percent of that we're gonna have to pay for, because that's really when you talk about. I know right now they 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 admit to, uh, well they they say and I I think the numbers like fourteen or thirteen percent are in default, but what they don't tell you is there's like another thirty percent that are in some form of deferment or hey they're not really you know they're 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 making the interest payment, but they're not actually paying down the debt or whatever it may be and and really we're we're almost at a, somewhere close to fifty percent of the people aren't paying on student loans and you know that's one and a half trillion dollars already uh and and so those are things that are kind of the difference between the what I'll call the the real number and the good number uh just a just to kind of give you some color as to what that is. And we know, hey, when it really hits the fan, what happens? People don't pay. And so the fact that they pretend that that doesn't count is worrisome, but neither here nor there. Let's just say GDP is $20 trillion and we do USA Today, and we hit $1 trillion. That's 5% almost double the 3% that we grew up with, right? And a lot of you out there are not, because you know, you remember this. Oh, it's okay during the Reagan years. It's okay because, you know, it's below 3%, right? And, 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 and George Bush Sr., by Bill Clinton, remember, they were going to fix it all because they were going to pay it all off. And those are still the best. I still love that one with Alan Green's bed. He really did. He was. He thought he had done it. Listen, I was at that point. I was a Kool Aid drinker. Probably the best thing that happened in my life is I met my wife, which led me to Eric, which led me to here. But here's the problem: we'll be at five percent. Next, this year, this fiscal year, 2018 fiscal year, we're going to be at 5% of GDP. And, and when you think about the fact that government spending makes up almost, we're approaching 20, I think we're somewhere around 22%. That's federal government, by the way. Federal government spending. When you throw in uh, uh, your cities, your counties, your state, Right, government spending probably approaches somewhere between twenty-five to thirty percent of all GDP. Right? Way too high. <laughs> right? Think about what our founding fathers would think about that. But but when you think about it, this is twenty eighteen, and all those I'm asking you to do, I want you to to just think about the next five to ten years. I'm 47. Okay, that'll, I'll be 57. Right, My oldest son will be 28 years old. My younger son will be 25. The budget deficit numbers then are going to be north of two trillion dollars a year. They could be we could easily be seeing three. And depending on and whether or not we're going to cut everybody's Social Security and Medicare payments. And and I don't know what GDP will be, but I do know that GDP GDP doesn't grow deficits grow. I mean, maybe maybe in the next ten years the GDP's twenty five trillion dollars. That would be a lot. That would be an actual actually that would be a good ten years. Hey, we're adding five hundred billion dollars a year of growth and really it's mostly five hundred billion dollars a year of inflation to the economy. But then you start looking at those debt-to-GDP numbers, and instead of it being below 3% or 5%, right now all of a sudden we're, we could be looking at 10%, right, maybe a little more than that. How do you think the rest of the world is going to deal with that, and do you really think they're going to want that type of money? Page of Radio News Hour, we're going to finish that thought when we return. Yeah. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News, our toll-free number, 800 By the way, I'm going to have a little Christmas special coming up here. Uh, Coinbase, one of the largest uh, Bitcoin marketplaces, the one here in the United States, uh, suspending all buying and selling of Bitcoin right now. So uh, due to the price route, I guess they just shut it off. Uh, the U.S. 10-year note at 2 Four, 9 i know earlier this year as we we had the 10 year note run up a little bit and then it came crashing back down they said anything above 26 was going to be devastation so i don't know i don't again maybe that was you know kind of the way of the 3% uh, gdp on debt uh, but 249 that's the highest i've seen it in quite a while uh, the dow is down uh, 50 points. Gold and silver uh, are rallying, uh, and again, that's kind of expected. Uh, not a not a surprise there. I'll say this: the next time gold crosses 1300, maybe the last time. Uh, I you know we'll see, but it could very well be the last time. We may not see you know. Anything below thirteen hundred again, at least uh, uh, with fiat money, anyway, and Federal Reserve notes. And as I was telling you before the break, all as I'm asking you to do, right? Put down the the day to day and tax cuts and, and budget extensions and and uh, North Korea, and, and all the other things that are out there. Right. So put it all down. And let's, let's focus in on why it is you need to have wealth insurance, why you need to own gold, why you need to own silver, and the answer is debt. Right? And you think of Wall Street, that's just debt. That's all that is. You think about the bond market. The bond market's debt, right? It, uh, all of that stuff is dead. And, and you start to think about the fact that the USA today, yesterday, said, hey, we could be a trillion dollars right now. You know, we're just putting pen to a paper here, and this is what stuff costs. And that's a year or two ahead of even my timeline. And, and, and I start to get nervous. Because at what point does the rest of the world say, you know what, not as interested as I used to be in owning dollars. And I start thinking about the the Chinese, right, And, and, and we'll see, but next week, maybe the week, where they turn on the you can trade oil futures and contracts and essentially buy crude oil using uh, the Chinese yuan. This morning, Pakistan, and I know it's it's only Pakistan, but a lot of people live there, announced, hey, you know what? I think we're going to start just getting out of dollars and starting our trade with with China using the yuan that was that was essentially not a that was their announcement today we're going to do all our trading with the chinese in yuan and and you start to lay the foundation and i talked about it uh the other day you know there's only a few currencies you can use to buy stuff on a you know in this new global world, you have to be a reserve currency in order for a trade to clear. If you wanted to do you know a a uh, buy a tanker of crude oil or buy a tanker of soybean or buy whatever, you know, you, that's the only way you do it. Nobody, and I shouldn't say nobody, hardly anybody uses the Japanese yen. Right, and of course, there's a and there's a really simple answer to that. They have so much debt, and their currency is completely worthless, and nobody really they they. It, it's like funny money, right? So they don't use it a lot. I think less than two percent of all transactions in the world are done in it. Right? Then you've got the pound sterling. And that one, it, it, it's it's not as it's not as debt laden, if you will, as the as the Japanese currency. But again, it's just the UK. It's small. Not a lot of people use it. Then you have the euro, which, again, everybody since its inception, as when they talk about the euro, like ah, oh, that's just a, a temporary currency. Right? it's not going to last, and 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 I didn't understand it as much as is in the late '90s as I do today. Now I get it, right? Because of course it's not going to last, right? You have all of these countries that have massive debts, and they and they tried to, you know, a way to extend it was by making it bigger, and 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 you know they use it. Right? because they're, they're trying to prop up their own and give it validity for a while. And then there's the U.S. dollar, which the vast majority of the trade in the world is still done. But they just let the Chinese in. right? And remember, we made a big deal about it. And I said, this is going to change the landscape. And now, it, hey, they didn't, you know, just just like the Chinese do, them, they didn't make a big splash. They're, they're waiting, they're doing it gradually. But in the next five to ten years, just think about how much trade's going to really be done and whose currency they're going to use to do it and where are they not going to use. Pedro Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment. I uh, told you I'm going to do this, the specials that I have real quick. I've got 15 rolls of Silver Eagles that I'm going to do at 3.85. That's so you're saving 10 bucks a roll, which oh, that's 50 cents an ounce. Got 15. I've got 20 20 dollar Liberties, and both of these are in stock. I have them here. I got 20 20 dollar Liberties at 13.20. Four, and this is going to be until uh, until Arlene goes home today or we sell out of them at 800-951-0592. And I just think about there's no way that with the amount of debt that we're going to be adding uh, that th- th- it's just going to be a great opportunity. It's going to be again 2017 is 2001 all over again. I remember when I started here, especially really uh in 04, oh four, oh five, oh six, I got every other call. I should have listened to Eric in two thousand and one. I should've bought your know, Gold was three hundred dollars. Yeah. Same thing right now. Uh, twenty dollar liberties, thirteen twenty, silver Eagles three hundred eighty five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two and I and I'm and I'm want you to think about where the dollar is going to be headed yeah, the dollar's at 93 and change right now and it's had a bad year <laughs> you know the dollar and gold we really dollars down about 10 11% gold's up about 12 i mean they're following each other as the chinese start trading in yuan globally Where is it going to come from? I mean, it's not coming out of yen or pound sterling or euro. There's not enough going. It's going to come out of U.S. dollars. Pakistan announced this morning, hey, when you're ready, we're going. We're dropping dollars, and we're going to go to the Chinese one. You know, and China is the largest consumer now of everything. No one consumes more oil than them. No one consumes more steel or iron ore or, you know, all of it. And now they're going to open up their trading desk, and there's going to be less and less demand to hold dollars. And how do countries hold dollars? They hold dollars through Treasury. And now you think about, uh, the, you know, we're, we're selling off, the Federal Reserve is selling off their balance sheets. That won't last that long. I, I think sometime, uh, maybe they get through 2018. I don't think it lasts through 2019, and you're going to have to start going the other way. Uh, but but then, you know, you think about whether or not it's a good or a bad number, doesn't matter. We are going to add $1.5 trillion worth of debt in 2018, give or take $100 billion. That needs to be sold on top of all the debt that needs to roll over which is somewhere around 7 to 10 trillion dollars uh depending on the year and by 2025 2027 and it, the debt going to be about 40 trillion what do you think's going to happen think the dollar is going to increase in value or decrease in value. Peter Radio News Hour 800-951-0592. Everybody have a great Christmas. We won't be back till Wednesday. We'll talk then.